five, four, three, two, one. Hey, 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 okay, okay, sorry, I'm, every time, I wish y'all could see me, I've been dancing to my beat like, hey, what's up, at? good morning, well, in y'all's case, it's gonna be good evening, but, good morning, Welcome to Love Ebba. My name is Ebony. And I'm like really lit. It's 7 a.m. <laughs> and I'm like real turned up. I've been up since 4.50. Uh, I think God woke me up out of my sleep. So, I'm just full of energy. And I woke up. I mean, I went to sleep around 12.31-ish. And I woke up at 4.50. And I was hot for some reason. So, I woke up. And I couldn't go back to sleep. And I haven't been in the best mood this week. So I guess that was a chance for me and God to feel me chit chat. <clears throat> and so I'm up to re-record the show. Because yesterday I really was just not feeling it. My spirit was not right yesterday is what I'm saying. So today we're in good spirits. I'm a morning person like... I love the morning time. I'm the person in the office that says good morning to everybody in their office. If you hear this sound, I'm sorry. It's my nails clicking. It's a habit. Um, But I'm the person that wakes up and just opens the window to let the sun in. And I just love the morning. So, I have all the energy. And I guess I'm going to start recording in the morning. Because I tried to record in the afternoon yesterday. And it just wasn't my jam. But there was other reasons why it wasn't my jam. Which brings us... Well, let me explain. Long story short, um, if you follow my Instagram, you see that I purchased something called a sound card. Which I thought was just going to help me make... You know, put in little effects during the show. But it was not exactly what I needed it to be. And I was just kind of irritated. So on top of that not needing to be what it needed to be. Because it was postponing me recording i also um was trying to figure out how to input music because i wanted my intro my new intro to be the novocaine instrumental by frank ocean that i wanted my outro to be my intro beat so i spent i'm not kidding like two hours yesterday trying to figure out how to input an mp3 Cause I was either gonna do the Novocaine instrumental or I was gonna do West Savannah instrumental by Isaiah Rashad. So I was just irritated yesterday, and so I tried to record, which I did record yesterday. Um, but I just wasn't really in my zone, like I wasn't focused. You feel me? So I woke up this morning, or I woke up at 4:50, and I was just like, I really don't like my show. Like I didn't even listen to it after I recorded yesterday. Which lets me know that I did not even like it. Uh, so, 
with that being said i woke up and i'm recording now and i just feel like a lot better honestly i feel a lot better i feel like i have a lot more energy i feel like i sound a lot more energetic because yesterday oh i sounded like such a drag but i'm probably going to input some clips from yesterday because my friends ended up coming like towards the end, middle end of my podcast and like they said a little something so i might put that in here i might not we'll see um at the end of the episode but anywho i have an agenda for the show now y'all i feel official i have a whole schedule a whole agenda so let's get into it first thing that we have is quote of the day which yesterday was about anger because i was angry (laughs) but today i woke up i prayed i feel a lot better and i found a quote about love, which is going to kind of tie into what I'm talking about today. So the quote says, we accept the love we think we deserve. Um, and the quote is by Stefan Shabosky, the perks of being a wallflower. Isn't that a book, right? I've heard good. I feel like that's the book that I've heard good things about, but Anywho, that's the quote of the day. That's going to kind of tie into what we talk about. But do y'all think that's true that we accept the love that we think we deserve? Because if so, then hmm, I must think poorly of myself. I don't quite know how I feel about that quote. But I guess that ties into self-love. So it's all going to come together. But let me tell you guys what really bothered me. Right? Well, I'll talk about my weekly check-in next and then I'll get into that situation so weekly check-in school started last wednesday not like this wednesday that just passed but the wednesday august 19th and i started having senioritis august 19th so i graduated in eight months you feel me i'm finna be out and i'm just not feeling school honestly i've been here this is my fifth year i'm ready to graduate like I'm ready to get, I'm ready to start making real money. I'm ready to get into the work field. I know for all you real adults out there are saying, slow it down, stay in college as long as you can. But listen, all these senior design group projects that I have going and the fact that school is virtual, it's just pretty annoying. So I'm like, you know what? I'm ready to get done. I have not been determined. I have not been motivated. Granted, I'm only taking 13 hours, which Honestly, I'm more productive when I take more hours. I don't know if y'all are like that, but I feel like I do more work and I time manage better when I'm taking more hours. So the fact that all the classes are online and I don't have a job, it's just kind of like I push things off all the time. So that's how school is going. So I kind of pray today just about being motivated and staying determined because I really only have eight months of school left. On top of that, um, I started back going to the gym last week. And let me tell y'all, I found a new trick. So I have to trick myself into thinking that I'm going to a trainer. So before anything, okay, so I have had, have, whatever, an athletic background. So in high school, I was super athletic. Like I played two sports most of the time uh i think i played three sports for two years volleyball basketball softball and i played softball and basketball for the rest of since i was in the seventh grade essentially i started playing basketball 
when I was five and softball when I moved to Alabama, so when I was eight. So I feel like always had an athletic background. So getting to the gym, knowing what I'm supposed to do as far as weightlifting and cardio, and you know, once I get in there being motivated and determined, that's not the issue. The issue is when um, me having to make it to my destination. So me having to get up and go pack my bag, get dressed, all of that good stuff. Um, it has just, mm -mm, I can't do it. So you know what I did yesterday? Well, not yesterday, sometime this week, I think on Wednesday or Tuesday, Tuesday. I, I said, Ebony, let's go see the trainer at 1230, right? What did I do? 12.15, started getting dressed. Walked to the gym because I told myself I was going to see a trainer. You know, the whole time, the trainer is really me. I said, you know what? Who knew me having to trick myself to go to the gym would really work? So, that worked. So, now, from now on, which I think, honestly, I'm about to just start scheduling out my days, like, Monday through Friday because I like I said I don't have a job I'm really just in school I have like a lot of organization stuff to do so I think I'm just about to start planning out the day so I can know when to go to the gym I can act like I'm a trainer but I'm really myself and it's all gonna work out so <clears throat> that's how that's been going um this whole week has been okay for me um I'm just trying to like get back into the swing of school because it's just a weird school year and then having to I didn't take summer classes I was working I was interning this summer so not having to do work I have to adjust to doing work again then on top of that in the spring we didn't really have class class we had online class and you feel me I just can't do the on like online me and online are just not it's not for the girls so that's me I've been a little emotional this week also. I don't know if it's because like Mother Nature. But I've been a little emotional. Me and one of my friends got into an argument. Obviously, we're we're cool now. But got in a little argument. I've been being a simp this week. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me. But I need to get it together. So, I hope you guys had a good week in general. I don't know. Everybody's trying to get adjusted to being back in school and whatnot. So, yeah. Okay, so let me talk to you guys about what I had planned for the next part, right? It goes along with the MP3 story. So, I want to start doing songs of the week, which can be songs that just came out, songs that I've been listening to frequently for that week and whatnot, whatever. Bro, I try to put an MP3 in here. The problem now, I realize, is not putting the MP3. The problem is figuring out the tempo because I try to change the tempo. And it just was not working. It was not doing what needed to be done. So, um, with that being said, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys what the song of the, of the week was going to be. <laughs> and that's just going to be that, I guess. So, the song of the week was Backstage Pass by Smino. Featuring, I'm going to figure out because... I did not write that down.
But if you don't follow me on the socials or you don't know me like that, for real, for real, I have an unhealthy obsession with me. No, like that man, me and my friend Kaya drove to St. Louis to see him in December and I saw him last May. Me and my friend ended up finding the tour bus, ended up meeting him. We tried to talk to my friend. My friend didn't do her duties. It's fine, though. So, um, I'm obsessed with him. He's currently my lock screen, actually. So, it was backstage pass featuring... Hold on. He wrote, first of all, I'm going to play y'all a little snippet because he he really did write. I mean, he didn't have to do this, but I mean. So listen, first of all, this rides in a car. So we don't do his thing. Uh, it's with Monty Booker and the drums, whoever the drums are. I don't know who that is. Isn't it supposed to be on like um, a game? Isn't that what it was for? Or no? Or am I mixing that up with something else? I'm going to go look on the on his Instagram page. Don't worry. But like I was saying, I have an um, unhealthy obsession. Like, I have his post notifications. Mm, I just saw something on Instagram. Sorry. I have his post notifications on. So, anytime that man posts, I'm the first one. Oh, okay. Oh, it's on the Madden 21 soundtrack. And that surely does sound like. That would be on the Madden song. Can't y'all hear that? The beginning, well, I play all the end. It has like a breakdown. I can hear y'all playing football to that. So, anywho, that was the song of the week. So, go listen to it. Backstage Pass by Smino, aka Christopher Smith Jr. Yes, that is his real name. So, Next, I would like to talk about my weekly obsessions. So, I believe in astrology and I'm a Leo, first of all. Like I said last episode, great design. And supposedly, we tend to have slightly obsessive personalities. Now, when it comes to me being in relationships and whatnot, I'm not really that obsessive. I mean... I just be chilling. But when it comes to like, if I really, really like something, I will find out all the information I need to find out. So like I'll go down, I go down loopholes, wormholes, what's the holes where you just, anyways, I just go back and back. Like I'm, it started when one day I just randomly started having an obsession with G. And I started watching a bunch of interviews and I started doing it with a lot of people. Um, So I have two, actually. One of them is a lifelong obsession. But this week in particular, I was watching him a lot. And um, one of them I just kind of picked up. So there's his plus size 
model. Her name is Candace Kelly. On social media, her name is Candace, spelled regularly, Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y, X-O. And when I tell her she's beautiful, I mean just beautiful and just nice and thick. I mean stomach, thigh, boobage, buttage. I mean just all of it. Face just beautiful, hair, fire. I mean, so I've been stalking her. It really was like a two-day obsession. Yeah, it was like a two-day obsession, but I mean, whatever. Same thing. So, apparently she used to be a hand model as well, which I think she was joking about it before. And then she actually did end up being a hand model. So, I don't even know where she's from. I've just been looking at her pictures all week and watching her. So, I watch people's highlights on their stories. So, I mean, on their Instagram pages. Like, I'll go through all of them. So, I was going through all of her highlights on her story. And, long story short, she had this, like, she has an ASMR type of voice. Like, it's very whispery, like... And I want to say she did ASMR at one, point, at one point in time. But anyway, she ended up being a hand model. Like she was joking about it. And I think she really did end up being a hand model. And so, yeah, that was my for sure obsession. One of my obsessions for this week. I mean, just fine. Just beautiful. Works out. It's hella flexible. I mean, I just like to see the plus size women out there doing their thing. So that's my number one obsession. My second obsession, which is nothing new, especially if you follow me on Instagram. Big creep. First of all, if you don't know who Big Crit is, I don't know what type of boulder you've been living under. But Big Crit, a.k.a. Justin Lewis Scott, if I... If I do recall that's his real name, I'm about to go look. Because he doesn't really look like a Justin. He gives me more like a CJ, a Chris. Maybe a, a Jabari or something. Big Chris, real name, I was right. It's Justin Lewis Scott from Meridian, Mississippi. So, he's 34. That's such a good age. But anywho, so. Big Chris is just... So beautiful, first of all, on the outside. That is a fine man. I don't care what nobody say. Which, if you... Well, it's a preference. That man, that's a fine man. And I'm not just saying that because I love a good country. Okay, Because don't get me wrong. I do love a good country. Okay? The deeper you are from in the boonies, the better for me. But he's talented, y'all. So talented. And I think what... The first song that I accidentally heard. How did I discover Big Creek? Oh, I think I saw his Rhythm Roulette on Twitter. If y'all don't know what Rhythm Roulette is, it's like um, artists go into a record store and pick three albums or three records, I think. And they use those three records to make a sample. He made the sample and rapped over it, right? Because he produces and he raps. So that's why he's so special. So I watched it. I was like, oh, he cold. So I think this is how I discovered him. I'm not quite sure. But long story short, 
I watched that, and then I think the first song song I ever heard by him was Big Bank by T.I. So listen, because someone else has to hear, which I'm sure if you listen to Big Crit, then you've heard this. But the beginning of this song, that's when I knew out that um, we belong together. So let me make sure my volume is turned up so y'all can hear these. <clears throat> okay stop stop it because that's that's all that's only nine seconds into the song that was only nine seconds into the song and personally i I heard the beginning of that i said i need to hear no more so you know what i did my next step is usually to go watch interviews went to go watch interviews right Ooh. Oh, just he's just so cunt. Like he has to rasp the country when he says shot it. If y'all don't do anything else, just go listen to videos of him talk, so you can hear him say shot it. Cause when he says that, I just I knew that we belong together. So started watching interviews, and then just recently, like a few weeks ago, I ran into some of his freestyles on YouTube. So he did one freestyle on Sway's Universe to, can somebody tell me what um, beat this is? Because it's honestly like, I can't think of what the beat is, but I know he did one freestyle to this song, which I really, really liked. And then one freestyle to um, Nova Kane by Frank Ocean. <clears throat> and that's like top five Frank Ocean for me. So, you know had to he and he killed both of them so let's listen yes, man welcome to the valley of the hyena just the first part i mean the morning shade four five home of the true mc oh my god what is this beat somebody let me know because uh, i can't think of it uh, mm-hmm. yeah man mm-hmm. i love this right here man it's brazen clear. yeah uh. yeah man it's really here real your house cost my grill my house ain't your crib. Y'all ain't do what I did. Chevy caught up with the foreign like motherfucker engine. I just paid your pension off in Magic City. She a real magician. Rabbit in the hat. Yeah. Look at what she hit. Clothes curtain in the back. In the kitchen with a spatula. Still whipping up a batch. Okay, like a okay. So just that snippet. Go listen to him. So that was a freestyle on Sway's Universe. That was about a year ago. July 17, 2019. So that was a year ago. And then he did this Novocaine freestyle on, um, who is this on? This was Power 106. Oh, this yes, used sir, to be the LA, LA Leakers. Leakers just yeah. Incredible yeah. sour milk. Always oh, gonna be one of those moments. Uh, is it? Yeah, man. We got Big Crit here. Uh, so Meridian, yeah. Mississippi. Bars stepped in the building. Woo. All right, we ready? Let's go. Let's get to it. You sure? I think I'm ready. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's I ain't never had no one hide in the intro. <laughs> Shit, legendary off top. Yeah. Chris yeah, here. This is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Mississippi. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 I woke up in a game with songs sounding the same, flows sounding the same. I thought I knew who it was. Glad to hear the sport. Like all they want is the blood. Shoot us over the ground for likes. That's all it was. The fight was just. So y'all get what I'm. Y'all get what I mean. 
just go listen to the man. Because honestly, that's the way his universe freestyle. I probably have seen at this, to this day, at least, uh, I've watched it at least 10 times this week. So, I mean, I can't help it. So go follow him on Instagram, Big Grit. Don't nobody tag him and try to talk to him, though, because we already go together. He just, he's sleeping in the bed right now. Y'all just don't know. <sighs> so, I'm going to do my What Would Jesus Do segment, and then I'm going to do Couch Chat. So, what would Jesus do? Ooh, ooh. That segment, well, this segment is basically going to be, okay, I hate to shade room just as much as y'all do, okay? The lady is foul for a lot of the stuff she be doing, right? But if you having all the interesting, like, hot takes and whatnot on social media, since I don't be on my Twitter that much, since my other one got suspended, <clears throat> I go to the shade room to see what they be having going on. So I'm going to, I got one, two, three, four, five, six. I screenshotted seven stories, but I think I'm only going to read like three. So, let's read this first one because this is very interesting and I know y'all are going to think this is ridiculous. So, let's talk about it. Let me read it. So, this is what the tweet says. If my girlfriend cheated on me, I wouldn't fight the guy. I would take him out for a drink and learn from him. Find out what makes him better than me and grow. It's all about growth and hustle. Never stop grinding 24-7. I can't stop being cheated on. Then he said, um, excuse my language, mom. Alpha shit. Okay. So I'm confused. For so many reasons. He had me at I wouldn't fight the guy because I always say... People who fight the other person are very dumb because, okay, are you, what are you going to, what are we gaining from it if you fight the other person? If I got cheated on, I would simply just leave. Because <laughs> nine times out of ten, I know for women, a lot of women don't leave when they get cheated. I'm cheated on. I mean, I don't know why, but they don't. So they would rather be disrespectful to the girl and not like the girl, <laughs> but still want to talk to the dude i'm sorry i just said something that i can't say so i have to delete the clip <laughs> but they want to be mad at the girl but don't want to be mad at the dude and so i'm just like listen babe if you're gonna be mad at the girl be mad at both because honestly the girl i mean i don't like the thing the girl doesn't owe you loyalty because at the end of the day if you know somebody had is taken they're taken so i mean you just need to back off. But that's your partner at the end of the day. And they knew they were taken from the jump. So if you're going to fight anyone, fight your partner. I'm not for domestic violence. Okay, let me make a disclaimer. I'm not for domestic violence on either side. Women do not touch the man. Men do not touch the women. But if you're going to fight anyone, fight your partner. For two, I'm not taking a girl out for no drink and learning. What do I have to learn? You think I'm going to go out my way, schedule a date with the side piece so we can talk about what she did that I didn't do. For what? I'm going to still get cheated on more than likely. What is there for me to learn? Except for 
nothing. There's nothing for me to learn. So find out. He said, find out what makes him better than me and grow. Everybody knows when you get cheated on, it's not because the person was better than you. It's because your partner was probably bored. Or your partner probably is just garbage. Or they're supposedly, as some people like to say, was something lacking. But my thing is, this is my thing. If you feel like something is lacking, you communicate that. If it doesn't get fixed, then you leave. You're not telling me that you have to cheat. I'm not hearing it. And I don't care what anyone says because y'all love to try to normalize cheating. I'm not, I don't care. And I don't care what the old people did back in the day because anytime we talk about how our generation normalizes cheating, y'all know what men want to talk about? How men from back in the day had two families and how they took care of both their families and as long as the families are taken care of, then it doesn't matter. But okay, you aren't even giving up the coin. So you can't even compare yourself to the dudes from the from the old times. Okay, so next quick next story. So this girl said <laughs> this one is actually kind of funny. Okay. This is a Twitter DM between a um a client and a lash tick. Is that what y'all call them? Right? I'm gonna assume. The girl said hi. I want to get my lashes done with you, but I just wanted to say first, (laughs) I don't want to talk during the appointment due to the fact that I clearly do not like you as a person. I just like your work and your work only. I need an appointment tomorrow morning. Put me down for 10 a.m. The girl commented back and said no with the red heart because I would have did the same thing. How do y'all feel about that? Because I feel like, okay. You didn't have to mention that you didn't like me. Like, that was unnecessary. You not liking me, I mean, you could have kept that to yourself and just got the work done. And if I tried to make small talk, then you could have just been dry and I would have caught the hint. Because, I don't know about y'all, a lot of people say they don't like small talk when they get their services done. (sighs) It depends on me, because when it comes to waxes okay i need to be distracted so you need to come on ask me a lot of questions where am i from what do i do in my spare time what do i blah 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 blah. like i need to i need to be distracted so you need to kind of talk to me um getting my nails done i mean like i don't i talk a lot obviously i mean so i don't really care if you start small talk as long as it doesn't get weird or like too personal but you're not about to tell me you clearly don't like me as a person, but you like my work. And then say, put me down. Girl, bye. Because click my book link on my page. Stop playing with me. I'm not going to play with you. I clearly do not like you as a person. I just like your work. Well, Pookie, this is what I would have did. If I, well, personally, I wouldn't go to someone I didn't like to do any services because honestly when I like when I don't like someone it's apparent and I want you to know that I do not like you so I can't sit there and not look irritated or like I want to punch you in the throat first and foremost for two you could have easily just in your head been like okay I don't like this girl but I really like her work so let me just go and be quiet Get my work done and get out of there without any conflict. 
So I was just confused. So what would y'all do? Maybe y'all are different than me. This also reminds me of the Jonathan and Jeffree Star situation about how Jonathan did the hair, but it's different because this girl just doesn't like the girl, but Jeffree Star is a whole racist, but that's just another story. I don't quite know how I feel about that either. So um, the last thing that I would like to read came from, ooh, oh, yeah, we're going to read this one. I don't know what website this was on. This reminds me of Reddit, though, but it's a scenario. The title is, I very recently found out my fiance is rich, rich. As the title suggests, I just found out that my fiance is wealthy, and I mean ridiculously so. He proposed to me, and then a few days ago, he started talking about prenups, and I laughed at that, saying, broke people don't have prenups. And he was like, who said I was broke? Which then led to him explaining to me that he was comfortable. The problem isn't that he comes from money, has money. It's that I am angry that I never knew and that he could have helped us pay for our dog surgery by paying for it. But no, I had to sell the only thing of worth I had in my life in order to finance our dog's medical bills. I have literally been providing for us because he's an because he's an aspiring writer and I wanted to help him in his dreams. I pay all the bills and provide for us both, which see that's see. That's where she messed up at, but we're going to get, we're going to come back to that. I don't get why he hit it. Like I get him not telling someone they're wealthy after the first couple of dates slash months, but you think after the four years we've known, we've been together and supporting him that I would have known. I'm just trying to make sure that I'm not angry for, for selfish or materialistic reasons. I grew up poor and I am now part of the working poor. So my view on money and wealth might be skewed. I feel like he used me this whole time and that. I had to work crazy hours and work a second job occasionally. Girl, what? Occasionally to support us when he could have so easily taken care of us both or even just paid his share. Edit. For those asking, he has a full he has full access to his inheritance. He's always had access to it. So let me tell you multiple things that's wrong with this story. One, um, Okay, so he's wealthy by inheritance. I might understand that he didn't want to spend that or just, you know, uh, be willy-nilly. And he wants to, you know, distribute it or just kind of save it. But my guy, you in here, this says I pay all the bills and provide for us both. That's where she had me confused at. Because what does that whole boyfriend what does it say? I very recently found out my fiance. So they're engaged. Okay, I'm confused. Well, okay. No, I'm confused. Because there's no way that me as a woman, that I'm going to pay all the bills and provide for us both. That's just not going to happen. That's not in the works. I'm not doing it. I mean, I'm also not one of those people that believes that the man should pay all the bills. I mean, if you would like to, that's cool. I'm never going to be a stay-at-home wife. I mean, I'm still going to always have my own money. But if you want to pay for everything, that's fine. And how I was raised, my dad paid. My dad pays all, um, all the big bills. And my mom pays all like the small bills. And so it's not like a 60, a 70, 30, maybe 80, 20 type of situation, which I'm perfectly fine with. I personally feel like the woman should not pay like the mortgage and the cars and whatnot. But that's also another podcast. 
because I know I'm going to wrestle some feathers with that. <clears throat> so anyways, she had me confused at I pay the bills and provide for us both. So the fact that he had whole access to an inheritance, I understand he wants to be an aspiring writer. You know, for everyone who wants to, you know, LLC Twitter, people want to start their businesses or people who want to, you know, aspiring writers, rappers, singers, you know, poets, painters, drawers, sculpt, all of that. I get it. I totally understand that. Right. Y'all hear that? That's my ice maker in my refrigerator. Um, I totally understand that. But on the flip side, you're not going to be sitting here month broke because you want to be an aspiring such and such you need to aspire to make money also you can have you know you can have your dreams i understand you have your dreams and you have certain goals that you want to you know set and that expectations you want to meet that's cool you need to have money you can't just be out here aspiring and be i mean i understand essentially when you're when it comes to being in the creative world you're gonna probably be broke at least once throughout your career but the fact that he had access to inheritance and he willingly sat there and watched his fiance take care of both of them and struggle she then she say yes yeah, she worked to a second job well he had inheritance get move around move around he's in the wrong because one they've been together for four years and you're telling me you're not going to tell me that you had an inheritance this reminds me of the movie. I don't know if y'all seen Crazy Rich Asians. I think that's the name. And essentially, it was different though because they were only to, they weren't together for that long. Well, they were together for maybe a year or so. And she just didn't know his parents were rich. That's different. They found out his parents were rich. She wasn't taking care of them and supporting them, and he wasn't acting like he was broke for real. I don't. At least I don't recall. Long story short. He's in the wrong. You're not we're not gonna be dating for four months and then you just like randomly be like oh hold on. Oh yeah, we're not gonna be dating and then you I don't know about any of that. So with that being said, he's in the wrong. What do y'all think? I'm tweaking. Or what I personally don't think I am, but I mean, he was in the wrong. So, next on the agenda, which I'm super excited to talk about today, for our couch chat, we have dating Y plus size. So, there's a lot of pros and cons to this. So within this, I'm going to talk about my experiences with dating, how I felt my whole life, how it feels. Because even though, granted, being plus size is like one community type of situation, there's also different experiences. Because honestly, I didn't know there was really a problem. Well, like, okay, I'm not going to lie. Like, I knew there was kind of like more difficulties and whatnot. Me personally, I've never had trouble dating or like feeling like I wasn't wanted like obviously there's the occasional like when you like the okay so I've I'm dropping stuff I've always been like the thickest the darkest the tallest 
out of like all my friend groups. Like right now, I met my first friend who's the exact same size as me this year. So before this year, so I've been alive for 22 years. Well, technically 23 when you count zero to one. Just this year, I encountered a friend who is literally like, because one, I'm plus size and I have a big foot. So that's not, even though like you can't really tell, it's just like annoying, kind of insecurity. So not only did I meet a friend that was thick and the same size as me, we also wore the same shoe size. So it took me 23 years to come into contact with someone that didn't make me feel like, like, I'm not saying every time I went out with my friends, I was like, oh, like, I, here I go looking like the biggest one of us all. Not even just big as in like thick. As in, like, tall. Because I'm not, like, I'm not super tall or anything. I mean, I'm probably, technically, I'm taller for a woman. I think the average height for a woman is, what, like, 5'4"? And I'm 5'7". So, I mean, it's the obvious. Three inches is a decent amount to be like, oh, okay. Like, I have a, a, a little height on me. So, I've always felt like I've kind of stuck out. So, maybe when I was younger, like, in high school... It was a, it was more so a thing of like um is it you know because I'm thicker that X Y and Z didn't want to talk to me because there will be times where I would like someone but obviously I'll be the only one that would like them but they would probably try to talk to my friend before me or just try to talk to my friend and in my head I'll be like so what's really your reasoning here. Like, why did you not want to, you feel me, talk to the kid? So, I think it was that, I've had that, those situations where, like, I've been like, so is it because, you know, I'm thicker that they necessarily didn't want to talk to me? Because I've never thought that I was, like, I've always known that I was, like, a cute girl. Like, I've always known I had a nice face. So, I really used to just be like, is it just because I'm just thicker? So, I'm going to talk about that today. So what I first want to touch on before anything is like self-love and loving yourself before you get into any relationship. And obviously that's the, like a rule of thumb for all types of people. But just in a world where uh, being plus size is quote, quote unquote abnormal in a sense, uh, you have to double do it. Okay, You have to do it twice as much as anybody else. So because essentially... When you're, when you aren't necessarily in love with your body or, you know, you're seeing every day that these standard beauty, like these beauty standards are not necessarily what you look like. It's kind of like a little harder to love yourself because obviously like most of the time, like I grew up, like my parents always gassed me up always complimented me. We were always told that we were beautiful, that we were smart, like X, Y, and Z. But it, when you're plus size, it's honestly just like one day you can wake up and you can be like, oh, yeah, I love being plus size, you know, a little butt, a, a little thigh, maybe a little stomach. But some days you'd be like, OK, cut half the thigh off. Give me more, but take the stomach away. So <laughs> it's just like and when it's those days, it's honestly just a drag it's a drag so I'm here to tell you that 
you have to love all of you, not even just through dating, through, I learned when you're losing weight, this is off topic, I swear I'm going to come, this is crackhead energy, I'm sorry, I'm going to come back on topic, I realized that when I started trying to lose weight, when I was already in love with my body, it started getting easier versus me hating my body, trying to lose weight, coming home every day from the gym, getting naked, looking at myself, trying to see if I lost weight, loving yourself is honestly like the start to a lot of things like because when you don't when you don't have that self-love when you don't have that confidence you'll talk to anybody you'll let anybody talk to you any kind of way because you're trying to fill that void of well I guess if this is all I can get um I'll take it no we're not no we're not doing that because there, you can get in situations and once you're in it, in it, you'd be like, how did I even get in this situation? Which brings me to my point of don't hate yourself so much to the point where you start create, like when you start dating, your relationships only become sexual. So let me explain. Um, It can also, not only can self-love determine like how you let people talk to you or like how you let people treat you, but it can, um, you can start trying to fill that void of like, let's say you aren't satisfied with your body, but let's say, uh, you talk to someone that's physically attracted to you and let's say y'all just, you just happen to have sex with them (laughs) happen. Um, you can start to feel like well, you know, they really appreciate me and love me when I'm naked and I'm doing this and that for them. So when before you know it, it's turned into a strictly sexual relationship. And I've seen it happen to so many people over time. Like from that point on, it's just sexual because you're trying to fill that void of feeling beautiful or feeling like you're being accepted physically that you're not even no one's even concerned about what your favorite color is. What are you doing in your spare time? Like, they're not trying to get to know you. They're just trying to get the vagine at the end of the day. And so now by you giving them vagine, they got the vagine. Now you're feeling like, oh, they really like me because they're physically attracted to me. No, that's not the case. So you have to love yourself, okay? And not just when you feeling like, oh, you wake up and you just feel like the baddest. No, when you wake up and you feel like you look like a pregnant whale, you have to do tummy love, which I learned from Danny DMC. Ooh, go follow Danny DMC on Instagram. I think it's at it's Danny DMC, D-A-N-I-D-M-C, or Danny DMC, whatever. YouTube, Instagram, go follow her. So I was watching this video the other day of her and um like two of her other plus size friends just talking about, you know, being confident in your skin and being sexy and X, Y, and Z. And she was talking about how you just have to do tummy love. You just have to look at your stomach, you know, give it a little rub. I'm being dramatic. Like, I have a, my stomach, everybody's body is different. My stomach is proportional to my body. So it's not super big. It's not snatched. It's just there. But I still do a little tummy love. You have to rub it. You have to admire it. You have to accept it. Because also, nine times out of ten, dudes or particular ones, I'm not going to speak for all of them, do not be caring about stomach as much as we think. I mean, everybody has a preference, you know, all for body positivity and whatnot. 
But in the day, people have a preference. But most of the time, especially if you're talking to like a someone that's seasoned, aka older, and they're probably used to dating thicker women, they don't really care about that. Which brings me to my point of talk to people that want to talk to you. So I've heard people, well, actually, it started because I saw a thread on Twitter, and this girl was talking about how she's felt like how um, she's been. In situations where they've been embarrassed to be out with her in public. And she could tell like they never went anywhere. And I personally have never experienced that. But if you're experiencing that right now, leave. Let it go. Run. Go away. Please. Please leave. Because there's someone out there that appreciates all of you. And I mean all of it. Literally every inch. So you're wasting your time by being with this man. Oh, because you may like him. He doesn't like you. He's embarrassed. Leave. And if they hit you with that, <laughs> it's not funny, but if they hit you, I was just telling my friend this the other day. If they hit you with the, oh, I've never talked to um, a bigger or thicker one before. Run. Because, okay. What, what do I do with that information? What am I supposed to do with that? Do you want a cookie, a congratulations balloon, a celebration? Do you think you're doing me a favor? Am I supposed to be like, oh my gosh, I feel so flattered that like I'm the first. No, I don't know. Because what am I supposed to do with that information? I didn't really ask that for one. <laughs> I didn't ask that. <laughs> I don't care. And now I'm like, so are you using me as an experiment? Because we can go ahead and cut this out now. So run if they say that i've never if they start the sentence with i've never leave okay because i could have never experienced talking to somebody and i'm not gonna tell them because now that's making them seem like they aren't my type like so like you saying i've never talked like talked to a thicker woman i'm gonna be like so i'm not your type then why are we here the you're not even my my type it's not a compliment that's not like a, I'm not supposed to be like, oh my gosh, I made the good. No. Mm -mm. I don't care because I didn't ask. So, please talk to women. My plus size queens out there, please talk to people and get to know people that want to get to know you and that are attracted to you. Because honestly, most of the people that I have talked to are dated well, I'm nosy, so they didn't even necessarily tell me that they've talked to thicker women before. But I'm nosy, so I like to ask all the questions. So I like to ask them, like, so, like, do you have a type? Do you have a preference? What have you dated in the past? Which sounds contradictory to what I just said, but as long as I'm in control and I'm asking the questions, I think it's fine. So I like to ask them, you feel me, like, who, what kind of women have you talked to, X, Y, and they just kind of feel it out. And so most of the people that I've conversed with, like, in theory, quote unquote, I was their type, or they had experience in the thick department. So it wasn't like a fetish or like a, because I hate when people have fetishes. It wasn't like a fetish or like an obsession or like a thing. But it was more so of like, I'm grown. Like, <laughs> if I like you, I'm not finna. Like, that's probably what I prefer. So, 
Word of advice. I guess that was the second tip. So number one, love yourself. Have self-love. Tummy time. Appreciate all of you, even when you feel like a beluga whale, like I do sometimes. Two, talk to people that actually want to talk to you and that are actually attracted to you. You don't want to have to persuade someone to like you, okay? That's not, no. You don't want to have to persuade someone to want to get to know you and to like you, no. No, that's not, no, that's not it. We don't do that. Because like people say, attraction can grow, which, okay, I I understand that and I've experienced that. Attraction can grow most of the time. I like to say that's in cases where you have a friend of whatever sex that you like and then you start liking them. Or like you, have y'all ever been, I ask people this all the time, have y'all ever been attracted to someone and you know they aren't cute? But you're like, why am I attracted to them? Like, you know, they aren't cute as a person, but it's something. It's something they can like, honestly, I'm going to tell you, okay, this is a secret, but it's going to be out. Honestly, if you're not the cutest, but you can dress and you have nice teeth, you're probably going to get me. Okay. I probably will talk to you just for the fact that the drip always you got the drip and you have nice teeth i'm a sucker for a nice pair of teeth anywho so loving yourself oh i want to talk about how i want to know this is interesting please for the country man out there answer i've met a lot of country men that literally like the thicks. I mean, in the I mean from the boonies. I mean from the woods. Why is that? I would like to know. Cause there's two types. This is what there are two types of men that like thicker women. There's one skinnies, which I don't even I can't I don't have an explanation. Because if I look at who I've talked to, um, ninety, I would say 95% of them are skinny. And y'all like, that's a high percentage. Oh, I know. 95% of them are skinny and they've always liked the women. Like my mom even used to make fun of me because all I talked to was skinny men. But like, it honestly wasn't even intentional. It just kind of, they always try to talk to me. I mean, so that's just kind of what happened. And as far as the countries, like I said, I have a thing for, I don't know what, I don't, I don't even know when this happened. I mean, I guess because technically I'm from Alabama, um, 256 by way of, <laughs> I was born in Norfolk, Virginia. But I just, I think I just discovered my thing for country men, like when I came to, not even when I came to college, maybe like sophomore year. I don't really know what happened. But I just started having to think for the countries. So where people be like, oh, they have a thing for the hood. Dude. No, I like I love a good country, like a good. You like to wake up in the morning and sit on the porch and watch the sun come up. You can catch a snake with your bare hands. You know, a little four wheeler action, a little dirt bike, a little drag race action. I'll be like, I just really like that. I don't know why. So. Anywho, the man, the countryman love that you tell. Them.
bro i'll never forget this and this was recent like literally like maybe two weeks ago or whatnot i literally was talking to this dude uh hello if you're listening i'm sure you are and (laughs) and this man said I was telling him, like, I want to lose, you know, like, 40, 50-ish pounds or just lose to kind of see how I feel about how I look. This man said he's going to sabotage it because when you thick and have a little stomach, that just means that your man is feeding you right. So, just know if you're with the country, you're not going to win, okay? You're not going to lose weight because, one, they can cook most of the time, which also adds to it. I, uh, and for two... They don't really be trying to hear all of that. Do I look thin? Wear a girdle action. Okay. Honestly, this is also a side note. Okay. Y'all are probably not going to agree. I really hate girdles with all my spirit. And my friend Cambria always tries to get me to put on a girdle if I have on a dress. I'm not doing it. To hide the food? I don't have time for that. I'm not doing that. Just a little stomach? No, I'm not wearing a girdle. I will wear a girdle for special occasions, maybe, and still then I'm not. That was totally off topic, but I just thought about it. So long story short, get you a country, okay? I mean, from Mississippi. I mean, Alabama country, that's also fine. But Mississippi is really where it's at because they got the, listen, they have the countrymen like I ain't ever seen before. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Go ahead and go, go ahead. You know where I'm from. It's only 45 minutes to the state line. So they really, if you in Tuscaloosa, they're down the street. I mean, go and scope it out. Inquire, see what they got going on. So that's that. Um, So those are my three tips. Self-love, loving yourself, tummy time, looking at yourself in the mirror, giving yourself positive affirmations, as well as... Just, I mean, you have to do things. You have to, you have to dress cute. Show a little skin, just cause you got a little extra meat. I mean, you can't show some skin. I'm all for showing all the skin. Okay. One thing about me, I'm gonna show some skin. Self love, in and out. Two, talking to and um, letting people pursue you that are actually wanting to pursue you and not really here for the extra. Gonna hit you with the okie doke, like that are physically attracted to you and not trying to make it, you know, a whole situation, which also I forgot to mention this. Also, when you're plus size, you have to be, I mean, to the T and I'm not meaning to any to offend like any of my petite women, my skinny women, all my friends are pretty petite, except for the one that I mentioned. Um, Hey, Jamaica. When you're plus size, you have to literally have it together. I mean, I say, and I mean, don't get me wrong. You should have it together. I like to have everything together. I mean, hygiene, I mean, fit-wise, hair, all of it. I I just like to be a put-together person. But when you're, you are held at such a high standard, just like when you're dark-skinned. <clears throat> but we'll get into colorism in another episode. You have, you're held to such a higher standard. Like, I've heard men be like, you know, I would talk to... A bigger woman as long as no i'll be like would you talk to like someone that's like thicker i've asked this before out of just like wanting to know curiosity the answer would be 
I mean, she has a nice face, but I'm confused. Because what don't you want for your the one person you're pursuing in general to have a nice face? So why is it an extra strict cut off when they're plus size? So that brings me to my point of which we'll talk about another day also. How I feel like when you're petite, you can get away with a lot more. You don't really have to be as cute. Which don't take offense to it. I'm just living in my truth here. You really don't just like when just like okay, skinny is to women as being tall is to men. So like okay, you know how women I've seen this because one also have a thing where it's not by it's not on purpose, but I talk a lot of people that I've talked to haven't. The height has been probably in between five six and maybe five ten. Just like how when you're tall and you're a man, you don't really have to have it together for women. I've seen in the past, you can be raggedy. But if you're tall and have some type of nice physique, then you're in there. Versus when you're short. And I wonder, is this why shorter men just always look better? Like, in my experience, shorter men have always like had better hygiene, taken more care of themselves, dressed cuter, had greater personalities. I think when people think when they're tall... Well, men, they don't have to do anything. They can just be tall and that makes up for it. Which, I'm not going to fault them because a lot of women don't make any other qualifications. They just say they like them tall. So, tall to men is being petite to women. If you're petite, do y'all hear that? That's the train by my house. <laughs> but when you're petite, you can get away with so much. You can look just as regular and still pull them in. But now I got to put on a whole three-piece suit. <laughs> I got to slick the hair back, do a full face, put on a whole three-piece suit just to go to Publix to go grocery shopping. So, the standards, are, which is why I think I'm usually, like, I've seen so many thicker women with like such beautiful faces and like the fashion sense just be on point and personality and like just the humor like it just glows different because you literally have to at this point it's like you're in a competition not only with the other plus sizes but now with the with the rest of everybody else so it's just a whole different playing field so in theory I'm not saying that everyone shouldn't come with it. But plus size has to come with it times five. If you beg to differ, I mean, agree to disagree. That's perfectly fine. That's just how I feel and I'm living in my truth. So, that was my second tip. Um, talking to people and pursuing people and letting people pursue you that are actually interested in you as a person. And then on top of that, my third one was to get you a country. <laughs> to get you a country so if you need any you know um where i, I can direct you because i mean i know where to find them you just have to if you're looking for a country my dms are open come to me and i will point you in the right direction so yeah i was going to talk about dating while in college in my tinder chronicles on here but that, i think that's going to be a whole nother episode um because I mean that's just I mean I have a lot of foolish tender chronicles and tender stories so 
Oh, also my fourth thing that I want to talk about lastly, which pertain to just dating in general. Well, dating while plus size. Um, I want to talk about insecurities within your friend groups. So I did touch on it earlier, but just um, to kind of piggyback off of what I said, there have been times where, um, you know, I wanted to talk to somebody or like not even wanted to talk to which I look back and I would be like, that was stupid of you to even feel away because you wouldn't even talk to the dude in the first place. But like a dude would talk to one of my friends, like one of my smaller friends, and I would be like, so is there like a reason or like, or sometimes I felt like if my friends weren't there, then I wouldn't even get spoken to from certain people, which I got to a point where I'll tell somebody like, if you're not going to speak to me, unless I'm with X, Y, and Z, don't talk to me at all. And I mean that with my whole heart, because I really don't care. So there's been those times where you feel insecure because granted at the end of the day, you can like being plus size and being thick and being voluptuous, but just being in a group of people that don't look like you is kind of just weird at times because it's kind of like sometimes you feel like you don't fit all the way in. And so my advice um, which I mean, you being plus size will not even be the case if the dude didn't try to talk to you or like if you just kind of felt invisible. It could just be in your head, or you know, they could just be not attracted to you as a person, and that's fine. I mean, someone thinks you're ugly in this world, it's a part of life. I'm pretty sure someone thinks Beyonce is not that cute. I mean, I'm sure. So, I say that to say. The task for this, the next year, all my thick listeners, find you a thick friend. When I tell you it has changed my life, because really, I didn't have anybody to really talk about this to, because I'm like, well, I can't tell my other friends, because it's going to really sound like I'm hating, but I'm really not. It's just like a, that's disheartening type of situation, but they're not going to understand, because they're also not plus size, so it's not like I can tell them that they can resonate with me. So, my word of advice is get you a plus size friend, okay? I mean, it just makes you, which my friend that is plus size, she's even told me that since she's been friends with me, she's felt a lot more confident and like she's wanted to, you know, show more skin. Um, and she just felt more confident with how she looks physically and just she's been more comfortable to kind of be herself i feel disrespected by my alarm um that she's been more comfortable to be herself and just really be comfortable in her own skin so that's my last word of advice is to get you a thick friend so y'all can thrive together so then when you're having dating troubles you can talk to someone who also understands what you're going through versus kind of like talking to a brick wall when you talk to some of your other friends so yeah now the last segment which i was kind of hesitant about should i talk about this or should i not should i include this is called a weekly worry so weekly worry essentially is about any conflicts I've had with my friends for this week or with anyone on social media this week. 
or just um, me unlearning certain habits that I have or just kind of like self-reflection, what I can work on as a person. I'm pretty sure um, what I can work on can kind of help someone or I'm pretty sure we can resonate when it comes to things because we all have something to work on. So basically, we're going to talk about being misunderstood slash misunderstanding, um, being unapproachable, being rude, being depicted as a monster, and me and my friend Jamika's conflict. Um, so really, me and my friend Jamika got an argument. Uh, well, I like to call it a disagreement. About when was it? Wednesday. Basically, we were texting. I think texting tone is a real thing. I don't care what you guys say. Um, things were taken out of context for me. And I have a habit to go 0 to 100 really quick. Which, like, I'm working. I don't even want to say I have anger issues. Because I kind of feel like that sounds like I'd be blowing up. But you know how there's those people that are so calm. And that joke around so much. That when they get angry, like, it's kind of like a short fuse. Or, like, when they get angry, they really get angry. That's me. Like, it just goes left so fast. Like, honestly, it's just, like, something triggers in me. I don't really know. And so, we got, like, a disagreement, basically. And she said something I didn't like all over because we're leaders of an organization on campus. And I, when I say leaders, I mean, like, she's president, I'm vice president. So, it's just, like... We got a disagreement about some org stuff and it just went left. I mean, I can't even tell you what I said next. I just know I started sending audio messages. And when I start sending audio messages, it's not good for anyone because that means I don't feel like typing. I'm just going to have to tell you. And sometimes I don't know what's going to quite come out of my mouth when um, I get upset. So that's something that I'm trying to learn how to do. And it is think before I speak specific because I really don't think before I talk in general but specifically when I'm angry just how I handle um disagreements and anger kind of figuring out like um how to talk to people more with respect which I'm not saying I'm disrespectful but I have a tendency to not really care, regardless of who the argument is with. I really don't care what the stat, what your status is. But like to give respect, I mean to get respect, you have to give it. But in that situation, I was wrong, which I did go back and say like I was wrong. Which brings me to my point of, we had a phone conversation, and it kind of turned into her telling me like how sometimes she's kind of scared to bring things to me because she doesn't know how my reaction is going to be, and I'm not really good at compromising. Like if I don't believe in something or I don't want to do something I won't do it and I'm my opinion is not my belief is not changing so I don't even think it's necessarily learning how to switch your beliefs or like learning I think it's me learning how to coexist with people that have different beliefs than me and learning how to meet in the middle meeting in the middle is hard for me because why can you not walk across the bridge to my side it's kind of the mindset that I have. So that's something new. But um, it kind of hurt my feelings, which kind of threw me off because I realized this week that I'm actually more sensitive than I thought I was. Like her telling me that she, 
Did y'all hear that? I'm gonna ignore it. Anywho, um, her telling me that she felt like she feels like it's hard for her to come to me with things, um, made me like super sad because, well, I don't want to say sad. It did hurt my feelings, but I just don't like for people to feel like I'm an angry person or like. Um, I'm rude, which in theory, like I said last time, I'm working on being a kinder person, which I don't really know how that happened. In high school, I was very nice, um, but I think I got taken advantage of a lot when I was younger, and so now I'm like on the opposite side of it, and I'm trying to figure out in between being taken advantage, trying to not being taken advantage of, and being just rude, um, and kind of being like a person where you don't know if you want to come and talk to. Because like I said, I am the Ayanla of the friend group. I don't know if I said that last time. But I am the Ayanla. And I don't I don't hate to be the Ayanla. But I think because I made so many like. Sometimes what my friends go through. I've gone through before. And I don't. I wish if somebody would have told me. Which pretty sure somebody did tell me. I just didn't listen. <laughs> um. That's why I would have told me and I would have listened. It would have just made a lot of things easier for me. So, with that being said, um, yeah, me learning how to compromise. So, unlearning, you know, being rude and being so quick to anger and so quick to disagree. Because I feel like sometimes I listen to disagree, not listen to understand. Um, and not saying all the time, that's just sometimes I can catch myself where I'm listening to find a problem to disagree versus listening to understand. And maybe I will, maybe I will go to a therapist one day just so I can tell y'all what it was like. And hopefully she doesn't quit, um, because her job, oh, it's going to be tough that day. So yeah, just unlearning, um, unlearning, disagreeing with harsh tone and then unlearning not being approachable because I think the not being approachable part is what kind of hurt my feelings because I literally started crying when we were on the phone out of I don't know if it was out of anger it was out of anger slash frustration because it was just like I try to be I have a very big heart I'm just I just have a lot of tough love so I'm not really the friend that's going to be sympathetic to a lot of stuff. I'm more so like you need to get it together. Like I don't really care what the circumstances are. I don't really care how it made you feel like. I mean I care about how it made you feel for your sanity. But you need to get it together. Because my thing is while you're over here sapping and simping and doing this and doing that. I bet you the other person does not even care. So I think that's why I'm so Ayanla to the bull because I'm like I'm not no we don't we're not gonna do this not on my watch get it together so yeah unlearning I guess to be less Ayanla and learning how to listen more I'm learning to be more approachable when it comes to my friends because I do want to be more sympathetic um more empathetic and I just want to be more considerate so that was the weekly worry.
just kind of being unapproachable being kind of inconsiderate misunderstanding tone because i don't care what you guys say there is tone okay there is tone in text i mean i don't oh also i don't do periods in text messages I don't do ellipses. I don't do any of that because I now I feel like you have an attitude, and now I feel like why is the statement lingering when you use the ellipse? So I don't know. I'm just weird. Do y'all care about stuff like that or no? Because I personally can't. I can't do it. Don't put don't put a period at the end of the statement, and don't ellipse me. So yeah, that was a weekly worry. This is the end of the show. Like, comment, share. Now that it's on Apple Podcasts, rate. Those rates are very important. You can't rate on Spotify. You can only maybe like. And I think you can like and comment on SoundCloud, on Apple Podcasts. Definitely rate five stars only. I may take a few, no, five stars only. I'm not taking four stars. So, with that being said, follow my Instagram at underscore E B U N N Y. So E Bunny with two N's and two Y's. Follow the podcast page at love L O V E underscore Ebba E B A. <sighs> Episode two. I'm really excited. I don't even know what the title of this is gonna be it. I'll figure it out. But I'm super excited for episode two. More episodes to come. I have so much to talk about, obviously. This is a long podcast today. Um, Right now, we're at an hour and 18 minutes. That, I guess that's average, huh? Whatever. Thank you so much. I love you guys. See you next time. Like, follow, share, comment, rate. Be safe. Don't do drugs. Use protection. Happy Sunday. Peace.